Hi everyone again. Hi. This is the second episode of Loud and Anxious. Uh, so, yeah, Murat, are you excited for the second episode? Yes, I'm quite excited. Yeah, actually, we received a really nice comment uh, for the first one. Uh, thank you so much for all the nice words and the support that you gave us. It really means a lot. But we know that we have to improve. So we are currently making uh, the next episode even much better. Uh, and we are even working uh, about, uh, sorry, on our Patreon page. Uh, so yeah, uh, just keep tuned. We will reveal more information in the upcoming uh, weeks. But uh, what are we going to talk about in this episode? Yeah, uh, well, we have five uh, topics, let's say. First, we will start uh, about some news from the industry. I think uh, both of us, we checked uh, stuff, so we will uh, share those. And uh, if we have opinion, we will also uh, discuss them. Then uh, we have some nice releases uh, that we also talk uh, about in, the, in our previous episode. So we will go a bit deeper in those uh, releases. So we will talk about Igor, we will talk about Burzum, we will talk about Mirkur and the upcoming uh, releases of Haken and Katatonia. Then we have a new section which is called Deep Metal Secret State. And in this section we will talk about very incredibly serious metal topics. After that, uh, I think we will talk about uh, Peter Steele. Uh, this year is the 10th anniversary of uh, his passing away. And finally, we will have a small section uh, of shallow questions that uh, will help you to know us better. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's get started. But first, just uh, a quick check-in. Um, so uh, how, how are you doing, uh, Murad? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, we are doing our best to keep our mental and physical health yeah, in place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how was your week? Uh, the week was fine, except the fact that uh, in this weekend I was a little bit sad because uh, theoretically I should have been in Road Barn. Uh, uh, true, true. Yeah, we are recording the 19th of April. And uh, as you know, uh, here in the Netherlands, uh, as in many countries in the world, uh, we are still in a kind of uh, lockdown. And uh, yeah, uh, we heard uh, that even in the future, other concert or festival will be cancelled, right? Yeah, well, th this is one of the first topic that uh, we can share uh, to our listeners in the uh, in the news section so uh, mainly in many western european countries uh, mainly in germany uh, all the biggest metal festival will be shut down for this year i guess yeah uh, i actually uh, read three days ago that vaken uh, put the official statement in the website that they will uh, yeah, they will cancel this edition. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I was pretty sad. I tried to buy the ticket uh, on the f 25th of December. And uh, yeah, I was unlucky because I wait too many hours, apparently. But now is uh, is uh, official as well as Rock and Ring and uh, other really big festivals. So yeah, I even heard that... Uh, there's someone, some people that they said uh, that uh, we will not have concert or festival until for uh, 2021. Yeah, uh, I'm also hearing uh, those kinds of things. But in the meantime, uh, in my applications that I follow for uh, new concerts, etc., is that, uh, for example, there's a new Epica concert which is booked in the December of 2020 in Amsterdam, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, bands are still booking uh, dates. Mm, but there is also some uncertainty, uncertainties. 
Yeah, uh, I'm quite surprised that actually they're doing it. Uh, but yeah, probably they're quite positive, uh, which is something that I'm not uh, mm -hmm. right now. Uh, well, we will see, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, things seem stable, but again, uh, we are just checking things from the news, in the, from the mainstream news. So we know no more than any other uh, person around. So we will see, we will see. Yeah, I also uh, read a couple of news in uh, Metal Injection that were quite interesting for me. Uh, the first one is that Ticketmaster is making like a huge mess because apparently uh, they're not refunding tickets anymore, but they're like postponing. And uh, mm -hmm. I'm not sure, I don't remember exactly the news, but uh, I'm not sure that they're postponing because they know that there will be like a concert postponed. So uh, there's like a, a, a fight, at least in the US, because mm -hmm. they are not giving money back, but I also understand Ticketmaster. Mm -hmm. I prob they're probably uh, losing a lot of money right now. It's true. Uh, with all those refunds, it's it, it's that they, they only have... Uh, that there's a percentage from the tickets exactly so, yeah yeah and uh, it's not only like the ticket distribution but uh, uh, also the the bands itself uh, I, I don't know how it is in uh, other parts of the world but here in uh, um, western europe uh, is artists are kind of struggling to have support during this period um, and uh, I read this news that it was quite uh, um, shocking for me, let's say, uh, that um, yeah, recently Carnifex um, were about to go on tour. Uh, of course, uh, they had to uh, postpone it. They decided to postpone it because of uh, this situation, not to cancel it. But uh, they were like, uh, uh, this was their own tour, so they were like the headliner band. And uh, uh, the singer Scott Hughes uh, put in a Twitter that uh, actually uh, they lost uh, 200 50k uh, dollars um, because they had to postpone uh, their old tour and it's really like and the band has to pay it and it's really like a huge amount of money so mm -hmm. who is going to uh, help them back uh, during this situation I don't think that uh, no one will give them support or whatever yeah well I in the light of uh, this news that, that you, uh, you also shared I tried to contact, contact uh, one of my musician friends and well he said that Governments, at least his government, uh, is uh, helping some musicians, some artists, but first of all, the help is not uh, much, and also it's not granted. So uh, it's like uh, you are added to, to a pool, uh, and then if you are lucky or somehow you have something to say, maybe you are receiving some government help. So I think it's uh, quite a hard time for the artists right now. And uh, where is from your friend? Uh, Croatia. 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 Okay. Yeah, uh, I heard that in Italy, for example, there's already since some weeks a discussion uh, if uh, also uh, people that work in the art environment, uh, sorry, in the theater or in uh, entertainment, let's say entertainment, <laughs> yes, uh, should receive uh, support. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I guess that it would be quite difficult to uh, have it because in Italy, at least, um, being like a musician or uh, unless you're like really high level, uh, it's not considered as a proper job. Uh, so yeah, let's see. Um, I'm really curious to see which uh, decision the gov governments will take it here mm -hmm. and maybe also in other continents, in other countries. Um, yeah, well, it's been now two weeks that we are talking about some quite negative news. <laughs> the positive news is the weather is very nice right uh, now. At least here, yes, yes, correct. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, I hope everything will get better and also for the industry and for everyone in, in Europe and in the world right now. Okay, uh, now uh, then uh, let's talk about the new releases of or interesting releases of 2020. Uh, we chose three new albums and first uh, we will talk about Igor. Yes, uh, so uh, recently, I think like some weeks ago, Igor, this French uh, artist, uh, released the album. Um, mm -hmm. The third album uh, of the of his project, and um, yeah, I, I got to listen to it um, like quickly, to be honest, uh, because what I actually noticed is that um, yeah, is always the same thing. So what I want to say is that uh, Igor is quite peculiar as an artist, as a musician. I really like the project because it puts a lot of stuff is inside. You can hear like uh, oriental music uh, or classical uh, structures. Mm -hmm. music style let's say but uh, he after the second album uh, doing another one that uh, it's basically the same characteristics is quite boring for me mm, yeah well uh, I can understand your point but I have to disagree about uh, it is a bit boring uh, first of all uh, I learned about Igor from you so you you told me about him to listen to him so I started listening and uh, for this album when I listen it uh, for our podcast first of all the edition of uh, Middle Eastern instruments were, were amazing for me uh, I'm from Middle East okay and to for me Kanun uh, is a, is a uh, Middle Eastern instrument that you can hear in this album quite a lot. It has a very specific voice, and I really like the voice of Kanun. You can also hear some oud, some violins, some. Uh, uh, what was this one? Accordion, okay. accordion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was so about to describe what he was uh, showing <laughs> to me, but uh, we didn't need uh, to do it. So. Yeah, th there are some uh, instruments that are not very. Mm, how to say you are we are not used to hearing metal scene mm -hmm. but especially for me the canon i think it goes very nice with uh, uh, with metal music i already heard it in uh, in victor wooten's uh, pro project mm -hmm. uh, octavarium they have only one song but again there was a section with the canon so for me it's amazing uh, other than that I really like the arabesque uh, style of violin in this album. So mainly when you use violin in metal, you use it more like a classic music. So more Western style. But there's a specific way or, and specific skills of, of playing violin in, in the arabesque or in the Middle Eastern music that he used it in this album. I find it very uh, entertaining and very refreshing to hear, let's say. Uh, and finally, well, not finally, but uh, now I, I was taking my notes. Uh, the Baroque influences in songs is amazing. Uh, of course, the classic music in metal music is very widely used. So yeah. you can hear in symphonic metal, you can true, hear true. in power metal everywhere. But specifically, Baroque uh, is my favorite era in uh, in uh, classical music. So mm -hmm. it, it's totally subjective, but I really liked it. Finally, uh, the use of polyrhythms in this album was very nice because in many prog albums they use the polyrhythms on a 4-4 song and they sh just show that the, the drummer is uh, able to play the polyrhythm but yeah. here I think it was more let's say finish so the whole band was playing polyrhythm uh, yeah. the whole project so for me it was uh, from a music perspective it, it was a very nice album yeah uh, it's uh 
let's say uh, one specific uh, one of uh, the characteristics of uh, Igor uh, album and uh, if you also listen to the old one uh, you can uh, actually uh, see that uh, it's basically the same like uh, the same idea of uh, changing rhythm from time to time and uh, very suddenly let's say mm -hmm. uh, I'm not saying that it's a bad album or is a bad artist uh, I actually would advise everyone to listen to them or him uh, it depends how you consider the project because there's one project behind it but uh, yeah you see a lot of artists that actually cooperate together mm -hmm. and uh, also in the future if it's possible I think that I also see one uh, gig from uh, um, Igor uh, yeah here in, uh, in Europe I'm not sure exactly where I think he's uh, here in Western Europe mm -hmm. yeah I would uh, advise also to go and see them because it's quite interesting uh, to see them uh, on stage yeah I would like to do that yeah Yes, for the next one, um, yeah, right. I... We will be talking about uh, Tulin Mysteries by Burzum. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, I uh, am actually um, quite... Uh, I don't know, uh, how, how can I say it? Uh, so, uh, I really like Burzum, or at least I was um, really into him uh, when I was in my 20s. Uh, you know, Burzum is connected to this uh, all uh, true uh, um, black Norwegian uh, uh, story uh, or legends or whatever. So, I mean, you will find a, a lot of uh, documentaries about uh, this community and what uh, was happening in the 90s. And of course, Burzum was uh, famous because um, he murdered his guitarist and uh, for this reason, uh, he was incarcerated for 20 years and then he came out and he moved to France, but then he was accused as, uh, as a terrorist and he, yeah it was really I mean his stories is like I think that someone well actually there already exist books about him but mm -hmm. I think that eventually someone will even make a movie I think that there's a movie about Mayhem the mm -hmm. band there is one I think very recently like 2019 exactly. or 18 there is exactly mm -hmm. and uh, I think there's also him mm -hmm. because he was playing in this band, yeah, in uh, Mayhem. band yeah. Mayhem uh, but I think that in the future, eventually, they will make uh, a movie about him. Specifically yeah, for him, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Because his life is so um, uh, crazy, uh, mm -hmm, let's mm -hmm. say. Um, so, uh, anyway, if I'm not really a huge listener of him uh, anymore, uh, every time that I see that uh, he released something, uh, I'm always curious and excited to listen. Be yeah, I think that uh, deep in my heart, I hope that uh, it will come out with something like Philosophen, that is like uh, his most famous album. Mm. Apparently, it's not like this. Uh, so Tula Mysteries uh, is completely different than Philosophen and is more like uh, the continuation of his album from 2014. So yes, this idea now to uh, uh, record about this kind of Celtic medieval folk ambient, which is completely fine, but uh, uh, is not really what I expect from him, first of all. And second, mm. um, I do not believe that it's really good quality. So uh, it's really like... I call it ambient, but for me, it's more like someone that uh, starts to record something by himself uh, for the first time. So uh, it's just like put some stuff together that uh, looks nice and looks uh, about a certain style. But from someone that is, I don't know, 20 years that is playing, uh, it's not really a good outcome. So, yeah, maybe, I mean, uh, I suggest you to uh, um, have a um, listen, let's say, mm -hmm. uh, because it's still interesting. Um, 
and yeah if you like uh, celtic things uh, is or medieval things uh, for sure uh, uh, it worth uh, um, at least one listen mm -hmm. uh, but i guess that uh, if we talk about mirkur is much better right yeah well uh, i think the last interesting release that we will talk today is uh, the folkes sange or i don't know how to pronounce it but uh, from mirkur uh, so I will give some uh, small information about it. This album is released like three weeks ago, uh, a full-length album. It's the first full-length album since uh, the birth of her son. Oh, okay. Yeah, Otto. Uh, the last time I saw him live, uh, last year in uh, Fortarak in Nijmegen, she was already quite pregnant. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, she performed uh, under the sun uh, with a huge belly. I think it was a really nice experience. I can, yeah. I I was amazed to see her. Okay. I'm always amazed to see her, uh, to be honest. But yeah, about this album, uh, it is not a metal album, first of all. Uh, the uh, Mirkur here, she used, I think, lots of uh, folklore uh, from uh, Scandinavia, uh, from mainly, well, she's Danish, so f from uh, Denmark, I would say. Uh, I checked, uh, there are uh, 12 songs, eight of them are Danish. Uh, two of them are instrumental uh, and uh, two of them are in English. So for me, I didn't understand the lyrics, but uh, the first time I listened to the album, uh, the first song is just amazing and it, it uh, already brought some uh, tears in my eye. I really like her voice and well, I, I, I know that she has a special place in, in, uh, for me, in my mind and in my heart, but I think this album is worth uh, to listen uh, by the uh, strongest metal heads too. So, well, she she used and she she has songs, uh, black metal songs. This one is a is an acoustic album. She used lots of different uh, classical Scandinavian instruments, and she has this way of singing also. Uh, when you hear it, you will know what I want to say. So I think it's a mesmerizing album, uh, very nice to listen, incredibly soothing, and it gives you a peaceful uh, feeling in in all your mind and body. Okay, yeah, well, uh, I will give a try also. Uh, I like to listen to uh, relaxing stuff from time to time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not really a huge fan of this kind of music, but I'm open to everything. And I think this is what uh, actually um, uh, brings us together because normally metal is uh, made by people that uh, are open mind to listen to new things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's just like pure dead or pure black. And uh, uh, especially for us, I mean, we are really interested to uh, listen to like uh, new sonorities. And uh, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, there's uh, luckily there's coming a lot of good projects in the future, for example. Yeah, well, the, I'm very excited that in like five days we will be listening to the new full length album of Catatonia. Okay. Uh, they already released two singles. Mm -hmm. For me, the first release. I didn't uh, like it too much. I think it had so much electronic uh, involvement inside of it, and I'm not a huge fan of electronica. Uh, it's good that they are trying new stuff, but uh, we will see. But the second uh, single was amazing. Okay. I really like it. There is a uh, there is a visible change in their sound. So this dark and uh, melancholic sound is. For me, at least for the second single, it, it evolved more into a 
more aggressive sound. I would say. Okay. So uh, I'm very excited and curious to hear the new Catatonia album. So in five days, the 24th of April, we will be able to listen to it. Yeah, so in the future for sure we will make a review, right? Yes, yes. I think yeah, this album would uh, worth uh, to listen and to review it. For okay. me, Catatonia is a very special band. I had the chance to see them five times. I only could see them once. Oh. Three times in Turkey, I had several injuries with my feet, with my arm, etc. And I missed them. And uh, last year I saw them again in Fort Arak. And this year I was going to see them in uh, Prognosis. That is It's canceled, of yeah. course, because of Corona. Yeah. Yeah, you're not luck. No, so no, with them, no. So it's your destiny, I <laughs> yeah. guess, that you cannot see them live. And this time in, in Prognosis, it was a fun, uh, a fan uh, voted playlist. So they would play 10 oh. uh, songs that will be voted by the... the most voted by the fans, yeah. you mean. Wow, okay. I was looking forward for it but yeah, yeah. Can imagine but i think post, uh, the prognosis is not cancelled it's postponed oh okay so uh, and catatonia already did at least uh, prognosis told that catatonia will be playing so let's hope for september or october that we can see that uh, you know uh, in the past uh, i used to work for uh, metal webzine and i actually had the possibility to uh, interview them but uh, yeah let's stick to the plan because yeah. we're getting a little bit longer yeah so any other news yeah and uh, i can just list a new single from their album that will come in the 5th of june uh, extremely technical quite strong and powerful uh, song For me, I listened uh, five times or seven times. Well, for hardcore pro, uh, fans, they will really en enjoy it, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now I have the pleasure to introduce our new section. It's called Deep Metal Secret States. And uh, as Moore introduced at the beginning, uh, we will discuss serious, serious, serious metal topics. So, yeah, uh, let's be ready, yeah, because the first topic is the most metal beverage. So, uh, for you, Murat, what is it? Yeah, well, for me, it is quite sadly, it is now whiskey. It used to be beer. Yeah, I would say beer, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the... That's why I said, sadly, I, I'm a huge beer fan. So I like drinking beer. I like drinking, uh, how to say, cheap beer and very expensive beers. F so for me, it's it doesn't matter. I, I want Whatsoever, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I drink beer and in the festivals, I like to drink beer. But now we are in the middle of the... Uh, of the country which lots of microbreweries. And now to me, beer become the hipster drink. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, it's true. There's this uh, fashion trend. Let's mm -hmm. call it like this. But I cannot imagine a metal festival without beers and uh, beers everywhere. So, uh, yeah, whiskey, it can be also considered. But the most metal beverage, like the one that cannot miss anywhere, mm -hmm. is still beer for me. Yeah, I agree. So in a metal festival, you need beer and you need beer stands. And that is true. But uh, beer has grown metal. Sadly. So it's not only specific to metal now. It's okay. now. Uh, well, it, it used to be in the, for example, vodka is a, is a clubber uh, drink. So if you go clubbing, you drink vodka. Okay. If you go to 
to a rock bar you used to drink beer. Now they are making beer festivals with techno music in the background. Yes, true. That gives me a heartache. Sometimes yeah, I want yeah. to die because of this. Yeah, it's true. But uh, actually, I would like to ask our listener what they think about it. Yeah, you can choose uh, from uh, between these two, or you can add something else like sex on the beach, for example. It, that <laughs> that I will, I would have lots of. I, I, I don't know. It just popped in my mind. But yeah, for me, uh, sadly, beer has uh, lost his uh, place. And whiskey, why whiskey? Because think about the 80s, 70s, the when metal uh, being a uh, I'll say a rock star, I think you drink like. Jack Daniels. In, in all the video clips, it's Jack, they drink Jack Daniels. Yeah, but it's more like advertisement in my uh, that's opinion. That's also true. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, after uh, discussing the most important topic in metal history, now, uh, well, the, as we said earlier, this is the 10th uh, anniversary of uh, Peter Steele's uh, passing away. Yeah, it's really sad. Uh, actually, uh, I saw, of course, I saw something on internet, and uh, I started to think about it because uh, I was kind of a fan of type of negative, and um, yeah, I mean, this guy was amazing. Uh, if I don't know how many of you guys uh, know about the, this this singer because actually was the singer of type of negative, but it was like a two meter. Uh, hot guy actually that looked like a vampire but not a vampire from twilight a real vampire actually a bodybuilder vampire yeah it was super huge and uh it looked like really scary but apparently um it was considered hot even like from uh, um, ladies that uh, didn't listen to meta so i saw him in a, a, a video clip in youtube it was in a um uh, talk show like opera for example I, I'm not really sure which was it because I'm not really uh, uh, into a mm, TV program from the US uh, and uh, the girls there were getting crazy because it was yeah apparently so hot and uh, normally it doesn't happen with uh, girls that are not into God or into dark uh, music or culture and uh, yeah, uh, it was a singer of type of negative and uh, together they were uh, making this uh, really awesome music. It was kind of God, but also there is not like the commercial God that we're used to it, like uh, full of uh, female vocalists that uh, talk about uh, melancholy or like uh, uh, that they're so depressed because uh, their love is not uh, reciprocated or something. So it was really like about that and like wild love and uh, um, sometimes connected with uh, this topic as uh, um, vampires or like uh, decadence and despair um, and yeah it was it was uh, really like uh, one of the best band uh, in the uh, 2000 and I remember uh, when because I started to listen to them in 2003 when they released life is killing me that by the way is like uh, my normal sentence when I'm like really stressed <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, yeah I'm just comment life is killing me which actually is true because life is killing everyone actually yes so it was really nice uh, nice title album title and uh, yeah, I got uh, really interested about them from uh, um, Life is Killing Me and uh, yeah, their um, most famous song from the time that uh, was I Don't Wanna Be Me. Um, mm -hmm. But the most famous song at all 
from type of negative and uh, I would advise you to uh, have a listen to is um, Black Number One that is kind of really nice ballad but is a really dark ballad mm -hmm. um, so um, yeah uh, it's, it's kind of sad especially because I never got the chance to see them on stage because uh, when I I was old enough to go and see them uh, some years before uh, Pete uh, Peter died because of um, I said it heart attack, but it's something a little bit different. <laughs> I I don't remember the term. Sorry, guys. Um, but these guys, it was completely fucked up. He was taking uh, cocaine since he was 35, and he was drinking so much. And there's the legend that every night he had like multiple women uh, and uh, orgies all the time. So we, we don't really know what is true and what's not because also like in Meta, there's mm -hmm. so many legends. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, it's a pity that I never had the chance to see them and then after a type of negative split, so... Yeah, well, it sounds like uh, Peter meant a lot for you. Well, Typo ne the Negative is quite a famous doom band from the late 90s, early yeah. uh, 2000s. So if you are into those kind of music, check it out. It's quite dark, it's uh, quite gothic, uh, as Serena told, so check them. Okay, guys, we're uh, almost uh, to the end of this episode. Um, as last week, uh, we thought it would be nice to uh, give uh, you some uh, more information about ourselves. Uh, we make it in a more fun way. So we wrote some questions that we want to give to each other. Um, so I will start. Um, so, Murat, would you prefer to meet your favorite musician in a musical context, let's say when they're playing on stage or in real life at the supermarket, for example? I would go with the in real life. I would like to see them uh, in the in the supermarket or in a in a bar or something. I would prefer them. Okay, so, okay, so your first question is coming, Serena. Uh, open air concert or indoor concert? I prefer open air. I think that the atmosphere is uh, much more um, excited. Okay. And what will you give up uh, between uh, the ticket of your favorite festival and um, the chance to play with your favorite musician or band? I would totally give up a ticket to be able to play with my favorite mm, bands. Why? I think it, it's not so often that you can play with the artists that you listen. Yeah. But yeah, you can find tickets from several ways. Yeah, to true. any kind of festival. So mm, your next question is that, okay, in the same night in the town, two bands will play. Agent, Fresco and Monuments. Which one do you choose? I think Agent Fresco, because the main reason why I was listening to Monuments was Chris Barretto and now he's gone. So, yeah, definitely monuments. Agent Fresco, you meant. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Now now we hear the real answer. Yeah, no, because you know, guys, uh, I'm uh, checking um, the notes. So I'm talking and I'm uh, reading something. And, uh, you know, women are quite multitasking, but sometimes I also reach my limit. <laughs> anyway, okay. the next question is what you prefer uh, between uh, a super friendly EP festival girl or... Um, a distant god girl in black torsolette. I would go with the god girl. Okay. It's like too much happiness is too much for me. And those oh. I know those hippie, hippie festival girls. They are like f so friendly. I'm I'm an introvert. I I will just uh, prefer to shut our mouths and st sit together with the god girl. 
and cry maybe together. Or cut ourselves off. Ah, you, you never okay. know. We can also do some black magic with when the relationship nice. gets yeah, further. Okay, I have a very nice question about fashion. Which color goes best with black? Red, purple, white, or green? Mm, well, actually, I like gray. Gray. Yeah. Okay. Then we. Yeah. We have a new uh, pair. Okay, actually. I didn't know. Well, okay. So gray. Yeah. Uh, I also have a question about fashion. Um, mm -hmm. Are you uh, pro uh, to have a metal dress code uh, in a festival, or everyone can wear uh, whichsoever stuff? I would go with non-dress code. I think metal should be as free as possible. I would like to see some people with uh, animal pajamas, actually. So Those are happening in all festivals. You, <laughs> you saw those onesies. So I have, uh, I have hope still. Yeah. Okay, uh, the next question is that, well, it's quite personal, maybe. Would you prefer to date a metalhead or non-metalhead? But, uh, to be honest, I dated both of the categories, and uh, yeah, of course, if you date a metalhead and uh, this guy has uh, more or less your same taste, it's nice, but it's not really mandatory. So, and also uh, from my side, this is the last question of the episode, mm -hmm. by the way. Uh, when is the best moment to listen to metal during a road trip or while working? Oh, this is a hard one. Well, I would go with working because it, it helps me concentrate and. Uh, road trip if I'm not alone then I prefer chatting yeah but it can be in background anyway yeah yeah so the last question for my side to Serena is that uh, would you prefer that your favorite musician or artist start using social media very actively or that he or she remains a bit mysterious well I like gossip so for sure the first one yeah. Mm, I want to know everything about artists, but uh, yeah, not so often uh, they're uh, uploading their own Facebook. Well, it depends. It depends on the people, right? True, true. Uh, if it's just uh, makes the magic goes, then maybe you would prefer that you stick to the persona that you created about him or her. Mm -hmm. But if she is or he is cool, like Christina, yeah. then it's better. Our <laughs> love, Christina. Yeah. Eh? Well, at least we have something in common. I mean, uh, I, I really like Christina because she was uh, one of the singers that I started to listen when I was super young. Uh, and uh, yeah, apparently Muerte has his uh, platonic love about her. Yeah, not much we can do. And obviously we will talk about her in each episode. I will keep bringing Probably, her. Probably, <laughs> I think so. But uh, yeah, just let us know in the comments if you like it or not. Or if you have like yeah. other uh, hot uh, female singer that uh, we would like to discuss uh, together with Murata. If you want to hear his opinion, I think it's a good time to start to write in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we finished the episode. Yes, we finally finished. Thank you so much to uh, keep up with uh, our uh, journey, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening until the end. Please, please uh, put your comments down below. Yes, and uh, also read the details uh, below uh, the podcast. You have all the links, also the link to our playlist in YouTube. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, what else? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. See you or hear you uh, to the next uh, episode. See you next episode. Bye. Bye.